let's hope there's some happy people when they hear that music. We are back. Yes, the Chasing Daylight Podcast is back. Got a new episode. Bob is joining us this evening. Can't wait to talk some golf. It's been a while. This is the Chasing Daylight Podcast. Well, Bobby, thanks for thanks for hopping on, sir. You got it. Thanks for having me. How how's the uh, the Christmas uh, afterwards doing for you? Christmas good. Uh, afterwards is good. Weather in Vegas is ridiculously really good. good right now. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. It was, it was overcast today, and then I went outside this afternoon, and I was like, oh, my God, it's, like, gorgeous out. So that's always pleasant. Yeah, Joe and I tried to get out today, but um, apparently everybody in Vegas wanted to get out today as well. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't nothing. too many. wasn't too much availability. Um, a lot of threesomes out there today. Yeah, yeah. A lot of <laughs> spots for one all over the place. <laughs> Uh, I want to give a little love to Cyrus. Today is his birthday. Well, happy uh, birthday, Cyrus. The, the Canadian American is uh, celebrating his birthday and Boxing Day. So the Canadian Chinese American. Hey, he's had Canadian citizenship, so I'll go that far. But I don't know about the Chinese citizenship. <laughs> but he was going to join us today, and he was so excited. He got the he got the uh, the you know the rare Monday pass from the boss to to go play some golf on his birthday with the boys, and uh, we couldn't get out anywhere. TPC yeah. Summerlin is closed, and there was nothing, mm. nothing. I mean, Joe, I think, found something at two thirty at yeah. Siena, and was like, "Yeah, we'll get in five I found a couple, like, like no, that was that was eleven thirty six, I think. Oh, was it? I just saw yeah. the two o'clock. Oh well, yeah, we could have played today, but Matt's eyes are broke. I guess I can't read <laughs> messages. Apparently, <laughs> that's why you text. Don't send me pictures. Text. Much. That was also an hour before the the time, so. Oh yeah, well I, I I went. Oh, that's right. Rio's got that special right now where it's uh, seventy five bucks for locals, and uh, so I went on there and it was nine fifty, and there was uh, three spots available at ten, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get there. I, I I can get there, but I didn't think anybody <laughs> else could have. Ah. <laughs> uh. So uh, we took a little break last week. It was it was heartbreaking. Um, we yeah. didn't want to do it, but you know sometimes life happens and things get in the way. And you know, my wife and I we did a little staycation, so I didn't have access to the studio. Uh, Bob and Dan were going to do a little chasing daylight takeover, but couldn't get that scheduled. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joe um, was in Palm Springs and then he was back and then Jeremy went to Hawaii, which he's still in Hawaii. That's why he's not here tonight. So, uh, one more week before the, the three of us are back together, but Bob's filling in. Thank you so much again for doing that. Uh, did you get what yeah. you wanted for Christmas, sir? I got some new balls. Got a, oh, wow. Got so a you new, don't have, I got a new TM hat. Can't ever go wrong there. No. Um, you know, I got, I got some essentials. I'm I'm stocked up. We keep it pretty simple around here. Just me and the wife. So. Yeah, I, I, I like that meme. Um I I don't wait for Christmas gifts because I go out and buy what I want like yeah. an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, pretty much. That's that's pretty much what, what we do around here. Except for the kids. You know, we, we kinda go try not to go all out for the kids because good lord nowadays it'll break you. Oh, it's crazy. I swear the toy prices have gone up crazy. <laughs> 
Yeah, and they're all I, they're all coming from the same place. I so. saw like a I saw like a golf cart in your living room, Joe. Oh, yeah. So I mean, yeah. if you're buying that shit, Theo did get a golf cart for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> my mom bought that one. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, so, my mom and her friend went in together to get that golf cart for him. But. I showed that to Emma, and she's like, "Wait a minute, is that like you know, like the kids get the little jeeps?" Or the I said, "Yeah." She goes, "That's awesome." Yeah, <laughs> I said, "Yeah, we just got to peel that sticker off and put a hit and green sticker on there, and then everything will be all right." Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been loving it. It came with a little, you know, fake ass driver putter iron golf set. He's been carrying oh. around with him everywhere, and it came with a little hole, and he's been hitting it in the hole. So he's loving it. He's digging it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's like so, uh, Joe's, got a, Joe's got some new hardware behind him hanging on the wall there. Yeah, I do. Got yeah. some uh, little Pack Dunes blueprint looking type. What what is it? Just a really see it. It's just a reflection of his fan. Yeah, yeah. It's actually I did actually get a new ceiling fan for christmas that's what it is no it's a course map of pacific dunes uh wife did well uh, that is my favorite course out there that could change next time we go but currently that is my favorite so then you'll just uh, have to get another one exactly so yeah she uh she scored on that one got a ghost tree hoodie bandon uh, my mom got me some pro v's uh though they were white she did Uh-oh. include the receipt so I'll go swap those because I'm that's YBG. On you. I mean, you got family members buying you golf goods and you can't give them the direction to go. <laughs> My mom also got me a shirt from Etsy that says golfer on it. And she got one for Thea that says mini golfer. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So we might have to we might have to wear that at Winter Park 9 coming up this week. There you go. That'll be perfect. That'll be perfect. But my favorite gift, well, aside from the wife giving the okay for uh, the band in 2024 trip, uh, my favorite gift, my daughter got me a t-shirt that says awesome, just like my daughter. Oh, yeah. So, and it's it's a lot like the t-shirts I wear, just simple prints, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Pretty funny. And I told her, uh, (laughs) we were having a conversation because she wants a new phone and she was a little upset, you know, (laughs) that she didn't get a phone for Christmas. And I told her, I said, you got a birthday coming up and that's more of an important thing. So just wait. And, and she's like, well, dad, don't you remember your favorite gift you got this year? I'm like, the number one dad coffee cup from your sister. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, we were having fun. So uh, happy holidays to everybody. Hope you all had a great Christmas. If you do celebrate it, if you don't, I hope you enjoyed whatever Christmas it is people Kwanzaa. do that. Yeah, Christmas Kwanzaa. That you do on uh, not celebrating that day. Um, I want to first talk about, because we were gone a couple weeks and things have happened. Um, the big news, and and Bob is very, can I call you anti-live? I, you can, you're anti-live, right? I mean, I mean, for the most part? Yeah, okay. I, I guess. Uh, so the biggest news that came out is the Masters has basically said, if you qualify, you're in. Um, which I, I think, I don't think anybody really expected them to cut ties with former champions or players that qualify. Um, so it's not a huge shock, but it is news because it, they have basically said that, you know, some of those live players and the past champions are going to get to continue to play. So Bob, I would love to hear your thoughts on that and then we'll get with Joe and, and go on from there. Uh, you know, Ian. Being anti-live, as you said, I, I think this was pretty much par for the course for Augusta. I, I think this is what I expected them to do. 
um, they're they're bigger than the live tour in the grand scheme of things. Like live tour's got eighty years of history to go to catch up with Augusta, right? And that's that's just the reality. So if if the live tour is around in you know another few years or five years or you know then they probably and if the world rankings haven't changed, then maybe they've got to reevaluate. But for now, I, I think Augusta will just kind of keep their policies in place and, and not change anything for, for anybody. And it will affect the guys as world ranking points as, as they kind of start to fall off there. Cause that's, yeah. that'll be the one big, you know, so the one thing. Of, of course, everybody wants to win Augusta. You, everybody. I mean, it's the most, in my opinion, the most prestigious masters it's, it's tops on everybody's list of, you know, wanting to own the green jacket and have that forever uh, return visit for as long as you can play. So does this put a little bit more pressure on the guys that haven't won that maybe flirting with live? Like, okay, if I want to play in this tournament, I, I have to win it. It's the only way I'm going to get in. Yeah. I mean, you've got to win Augusta or you've got to win, you know, a, another major and then you're in for a little while, but ultimately, yeah, to get that, that lifelong at Augusta. I mean, I mean, I Augusta is certainly not going to say if you win a live event, you get into the masters like they do with the PGA tour. Right. Yeah. That's not happening. That's not happening. Yeah. It, well, not without the world ranking points involved. And because Augusta is also on that board, uh, yeah. the, the board of directors for the world, the official world golf ranking. So, yeah, I, I kind of agree. There's not going to be any exemptions for Liv, but at the same time, you know, who knows? Things can so change. We're, we're, I mean, the people have been posting we're 99 days away, but, um, I mean, actual tee off, we are 101 days away uh, to, to Thursday stroke play tournament, not par three contest and not, you know, at live at the Masters. Um, there's going to be some people that this probably could be their last time at Augusta if they continue to stay with Liv. I mean, there's players that are qualifying based on their world rankings, and that's the only mm. reason they're qualifying. And as those points dissipate, they're going to lose the opportunity to play. So I, I, yeah. I wish that guy was here to dive into that for us, but we'll have to look into that for next week's episode. Joe, what do you think? What's your, what's your take on it? Um, I, I distinctly remember saying or hearing Mr. Bob West saying Augusta does not need to do anything. They just stay still exactly with what they're doing. And if you qualify through the world ranking or if you win and on the PGA tour, that's what it's going to be. And, and they've held true to that. Um, I think it will be some of the players last time there because I doubt that they're going to get world ranking points figured out within the next year before the uh, next masters. Um, but I, th I think, I think they did a good job with this one standing true to the tradition of if you qualify based on our, on our qualifications, you're, you're in. And um, I, I mean, I, I didn't expect anything different. So I think anybody that has a green jacket going forward is always going to be allowed to play masters. Um, and if you're, inside the qualifications of uh world ranking then you're then you're going to be in but uh Liv's going to have a hard time 
figuring out those world rankings because a lot of those guys are going to fall out within the next year, I'm sure. Yeah. So I would uh, I would love for Augusta to go. Oh, well, only if it was played in April. <laughs> you know, only we're not counting that november one sorry dj yeah. um so only if it was played in april yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll stick funny. to our guns on the april tournaments so yeah it's it's gonna be interesting i mean i i think this could be the last time for some of them for sure so you know how they've had uh it was arnold and jack and gary as the the icons that start the tournament the honorary starters the honorary starters and now I say 10, 15 years from now, uh, maybe even 20 years from now, that's, you know, Tiger Woods, honorary starter. Phil Mickelson had that spot. I mean, that was his. Does, did he lose it? I think, I think in the next 20 years, I think a lot of this stuff will have, you know, dissipated, dissipated, calmed down. And I think that it's, it's a huge potential that, they would allow him to honorary start in the future because in 20 years, who knows what, who knows where we're going to be. I mean, they could combine tours by that point. They could, who that knows? Put soap in your mouth for saying that. I'm just saying, I'm just <laughs> saying. who knows, who knows what could happen. I mean, shit. I mean, 20 years ago, I didn't think it doesn't, doesn't win. I think the Saudis will hold hold up within a few years but yeah and that whole tour could di- di- dissipate be gone. yeah it could be just gone it could vanish because they're tired of throwing money into it who knows who knows what can happen yeah a, a lot of things i i, I kind of think the same thing joe i think phil could be i, I mean if if he was 65 now and, and it was like i mean gary player almost went that route like he he's like you know, isn't he's kind of halfway supportive and halfway not, and well, halfway he's, de- he des- by he's designing a bunch of courses out there. Yeah, and making a bunch of money from the same people that are paying the live guys. Um, but yeah, I think I mean, I I think Phil's got some chance over the next you know decade or two to redeem himself. I think in people. in full like but, Phil Mickelson fashion, like he's a phoenix like he'll rise from the ashes at some point again like like he did for the like the pga championship oldest player to win a major like he'll he will rise again at some point i just feel like because he's very lovable you know i mean a lot of people love phil uh not saying that you know i'm a huge fan of him but i think at some point he'll probably rise again and you know all will be forgiven that was his peyton manning moment though like the be the oldest guy to win the major, go out on yeah. top. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, he fucked that up for sure. Everything up, like yeah, he fucked that up. To rise from that is is like it's almost as unlikely as, as like okay, is Tiger winning another major? Like, are we having that conversation? Who, yeah, who's I mean, more likely yeah. to win? Yeah, the next win. Tiger, yeah, Tiger will win. Do you think Tiger's going to win another major? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm like fully like confirmed, committed on that, but like I, Michael Jordan, I want to see him win, so I'm going to say yes. Wow, that's that's a bold statement, Joe. I mean, I, do I, I think mean, he can, probably not, but do I want him to? So yes, I'm going to say yes because I want to see it. I'm trying to trying to the secret into this like so, full on like put it in out into the atmosphere kind of thing. On that note, Joe. 
one of my earliest, well, like one of my earliest memories of watching golf was with my dad and my grandpa in 96, watching the Masters, and Jack made a little bit of a charge. Like it was like actually getting interesting where they're like talking about, holy shit, 10 year anniversary of his win in 86. Like this is actually getting crazy. Like my dad and my grandpa are losing it. Like I remember like getting all hyped up. So if Tiger were to put a charge on it, like that's something that, yeah, I mean, like Theo will remember that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with the current state of golf, with so many people playing it and so many people involved in it right now, I mean, uh, uh, there's I personally, I don't think there'll ever be another run like what Tiger did. The game has evolved too much. There's 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 too many athletes. There's too many quality good players out there now for the the field to allow a player to dominate for that long. In my opinion, um, I could be wrong. But Tiger going on a run and winning some events could, like, it, oh, my God. Just holy crap. Could you, that would be insane. That would be insane. Because you would have old golfers, middle-aged golfers, new golfers, just going nuts. Yeah. I think the only place he could do it at is Augusta, though. I, I and I only think I only think he plays the Masters and I think he plays the Open wherever the Open is. Well, I think he's going to play the players. I think he's going to play River, Riviera. I think he'll play Arnold Palmer. Play I think he'll I think play Arnold Palmer. Majors, and that's it. Yeah, I think he'll he'll play he'll play he might play players because it's for, before the Masters just to get the juices flowing. Tory, I mean, places he's won and dominated on. I just I don't see it. I think he plays tops four times a year maximum. Yeah, and and there would be nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think he's a majors only player. Exactly. He wants to win majors. That's. I think he's. If he, it, yeah, I think he only plays Masters and the Open, potentially U.S. Open. So, maybe. Bob, you you as a person who's grinded it out there on the mini tours and tried to make a career in professional golf. Does only playing majors give you enough competition to compete mentally in those events? Yes. For Tiger. For Tiger. For me? Or anybody he, else? Uh, yeah. No. He doesn't need he doesn't need right. to beef up his but, I mean, mental game. But that being said, he does. It, and he would need to prepare and he would need to hit some shots in preparation, but he can put himself in those mental situations and 100%. mimic those where most people can't, can't do that. Like Tiger's always been really good at that. Even before he had 15, like he's always been good at that. That's how he got to one. And that's how he's a great junior and amateur player. Like, so yeah, I, I think if anybody can, I think it's him. And then just the, it's like the, the Hogan factor where you, you read about Hogan put in the, the bandages on his legs. Like it was a three hour pre round, three hour post round routine. I feel like tiger probably has to do something yeah. similar if he wants to get the most out of his body for four days straight. Right. And, and yeah. that's not really probably not possible two weeks in a row. Right. Yeah. Mm, that'd I, be interesting. I, 
I'd love to see him out on the course Absolutely. way more. Like I, I, I wish he'd prove everybody wrong, even himself. I think and and do know, it. get fully healthy. And I mean, he's I, already I just, done it once. Right, yeah, twice. but he's I mean, really he's, twice. He he's playing. I mean, he's played on a broken leg. Now he's playing on a a, a flamingo leg. <laughs> I mean that that thing is it, it. It's really it's hard for him to assess how well he can go because it's so new. It's not like this is a nagging injury and then you get fixed and okay, I'm back to normal. I mean, it, he's you know down a leg. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, but, you know, I mean, it, you've seen that clip, right, where he's watching all those videos of everybody saying that he's done and he's not going to win anything, and then he won the tour championship. Like, I remember watching that, and I, like, had a couple tears come out, like, sick, right? And crying then, emotional man. <laughs> dude, I mean, good, like, moments, dude. It's it, Collect your moments, all right? And I know. I them. still like talking to you about it, though. It's funny. Grains of sand passing. Yeah, man. And then he wins the Masters, like. I'll never forget that's that final round Sunday. Like, and I would love to experience that again because that final round master Sunday was, I was glued, glued. Like you couldn't, Oh yeah. You couldn't move me from the TV. And if I did, it was on my phone and I was walking wherever I had to go. And I would love to experience that again because it was masterful. It was, it was amazing. So All hopefully right, so we'll see. So we'll transition from that to one of the other events that took place, uh, the PNC. Yeah. And, uh, but we're going to have to get you in our little t- Instagram group chat that we got with Reed and Joe, myself, Jeremy, and Adam. There's some fun conversations that take place in that. And I would have loved to hear right. some of your insight. Uh, but, um, I mean, I, I said this last year. <laughs> uh, stop talking about Charlie as the next Tiger Woods. It's it's too soon. He's too young. I think his inexperience with pressure situations in his short game really showed this time. Um, last year, I think he was, when he was playing up a box and had shorter clubs into the greens and was hitting a lot of greens, his short game woes really didn't, weren't, weren't shown, but... Uh, I don't know how much of it you watch, Bob, if you watch any of it, how much, Joe, you watch, but I watched a lot of it on the last day, and uh, we were texting it in that group chat. His his short game is not good. It's not good, and it's why he's not a top 100 junior player in Florida. Yeah, was was he limping as bad the second day? I watched a lot <laughs> the first day, yeah. not, not much the second day. I literally think he was just limping and looked like his dad. Like That's how <sighs> I feel. It, they were doing it for the pip. Yeah, yeah, it's the pip, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he I, doesn't need to play golf for money. He never will. He doesn't need. Right. Or, he doesn't need to do anything for money. And you know, if that's either going to be the the most freeing thing in the world, or that'll be his downfall, to where yeah. he just, you know, so, yeah, I mean, you got to so, develop the love to go out there and. And that's that's what I was talking about in the in the text chat. I was like, "Look, he's 13 years old. Um, There's no desire as a 13 year old to go grind. I mean, he can walk outside his back door 40 feet, and he has one of the best short game practice areas in the country. Yeah. Um, But there's no desire for a 13 year old to go out and grind for two hours, chipping and putting, when you have access to U porn 
and Pornhub <laughs> as a 13-year-old kid anywhere you are. <laughs> I mean, there's social media, there's YouTube videos, there's TV shows, everything is on your phone, and there's so much more entertainment than grinding when you're Charlie Woods. Yeah, now, I, think, I think it'll depend on his desire to accomplish what his dad did or like their relationship. I think that's what it's going to depend on. Like, How much were you grinding, Bob, when you were 13 on your short game? All day, every day that I wasn't in school. Nice. I Not like in the hearing winter that. Time. Like, dude, that's all I thought about. It's all I wanted. I mean, it was that's and that's I guess what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that's I, I don't think it can be done without a certain bit of that. And I don't yeah. think you can really put that put those hours in and those reps in without having that love. And I don't know if I don't know if Charlie can have that love. Like, maybe like if he does, yeah. then he's got every tool in the world at his disposal and and then we're looking at something that could be really exciting but at the same time like charlie's never going to be like like He's tiger was a dad. dorky kid yeah like like tiger was kind of a dork in in school and totally like, i mean I, you know it was like it wasn't until like he started like stacking up trophies that even a few people thought he was cool and then you know it's still like he's a golfer not like he's on the football team or the basketball team yeah charlie's like world famous and already uh, yeah i don't know yeah i think it's going to depend on like how he handles the spotlight and if he does actually love the game because like we don't we don't really know that for sure like is he just doing it to appease his dad potentially or does he actually love the game and that's that's one thing we don't know and we won't find out for 10 years but, i mean we do know the kid's got a solid swing i oh, mean yeah it's ridiculous mm -hmm. he has a tremendous swing and he's 100%. got arguably the greatest golfer that ever lives as his father to help him hone that swing and he's also got rory at his fingertips jt oh. at his fingertips like he's yeah. got some of the best players in the world at his fingertips yeah when you compare the uh saturday night pinochle games my parents had compared to the saturday night parties tigers having yeah yeah, Charlie's getting a little bit better influence than than I was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to be a fly in the wall like at, oh. at their get together. Is like, is he asking uh, JT questions about a swing or about what you would do in this situation, or is he joking with him about some you know fucking Snoopy hat that they're he's wearing or something? You know, like, is he like really dialed in to the questions and trying to figure out the game because he has it all at his disposal, and uh, that would be interesting. Yeah, I think even more than just like off the course, spending time on the course with those guys and right. seeing golf played at such a high level and playing it at such a high level, like that that's going to get him farther than most kids will get. Like so by you know, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, that should get Charlie to to be one of the best juniors out there. Just I mean, just having to kind of compete in those games if he is yeah. You know, playing a lot of golf with those kind of guys, and um, but then, but then, yeah, it's up to him. Like, is he going to spend the time afterwards, you know, to, to practice, and is he going to put the like, like me and my buddies used to call them Tiger Days. Like any day you'd put in where you're like, all right, like I got to go grind. I'm going to go put in a Tiger Day. You were going to be there for twelve plus hours because that was whether or not that's what he was doing every day. That's what everybody thought Tiger was mm -hmm. doing. Like this guy's hitting 
thousand balls a day. He's there for freaking twelve hours. He's in the gym at before and after. Like that was the perception. And 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 we're talking about you know the guy the guy that was the greatest of our generation, mm-hmm. one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. I mean, I honestly want nothing but the best for him. I want him, right. you know, deep in my soul, I want him to go to college, win three USAMs, come out, dominate, and and continue the legacy and, you know, have it be the greatest father-son duo ever. Yeah. But pump just can't, the brakes. That, pump that the can't brakes. happen. That can't happen nowadays, though. Pump the brakes. It's not going to happen nowadays. It just, It just won't. I maybe, I maybe think Tiger will start his own tour. Hey, maybe. Well, he is in the stadium. Yeah, the, the the what's it called? Golf in the round. Golf in the round. That's true. Yeah, uh, Thursday night with Tiger or something like that. <laughs> Tiger <laughs> the tournament at Kings. We're gonna hit a drive and then ball. joust. <laughs> we're gonna hit a, 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 a uh, iron shot while we're riding a horse to the ball. <laughs> Watch my impact position. You guys remember polo? We're bringing wedges to the polo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. It, it, I mean, it's it, it's a story. It's awesome. It's and it's. I'm curious to see what's gonna happen. I don't. He'll never be as good as Tiger. It's not gonna happen nowadays because there's too many kids out there that are grinding. That you know they a lot of these parents. Uh, How about Annika's kid? Yeah, I mean, exactly. dude. <laughs> Or, or Yana, it. or in you know, like yeah, it's it's the the dads and the moms that have watched Tiger do what he did, and the um, science that is now based inside the game with TrackMan and Foresight and physio uh, physiotherapy and uh, training and all that. It's you can't dominate like Tiger did back in the day. That was a window that Tiger started, and it's. Now the future generation is following that that path, and it's that, just that's it can't why I think again. it's harder for a play. Oh, Bob, do you, do you get a little shoulder shrug. I guess I kind of disagree. Yeah, I mean, so you can outwork people, but everybody has the tools at their disposal now. Is what I'm saying. You can see you, you can see ball speed, you can see club path, and if somebody's grinding. You can see it all and, and work on it. That's what I'm saying. The science so is think, so. You say the bar has really been brought up like that much higher, and and everybody's just got their chin at the bar. No, well, so you can outwork people, 100. percent You can you can spend more hours diving into things, 100. percent If you really break it down in golf, like it's it's about giving yourself opportunities to make birdies and then making putts. Yeah, true. Tiger yes. did it for a long freaking time. Uh, Jordan Spieth did it and set himself apart from the rest of the world of golf. Um, but with, like he, to me, he's kind of the only except Rory kind of stands out with his driving. But then, like when he got hot with a putter, like back at Congressional, like, like then that's otherworldly. So like Tiger was in that otherworldly. It's all. I mean, it really comes down to all putter. Points. It's it's yeah. It's like it's that dominance that any player right now can display, plus the putter, plus a length of time. Yeah, it's, so it's that's John it's Rom too. I mean, John Rom had everything. His putter went away. 
and yeah. so has he as far as yeah. being the elite player on tour can you so really can good. you can you grind yourself into the top player in the world or is there yeah, do you do you yeah. have Luke Donald did it Luke Donald is like he's poster boy for grind child he was he was hitting like 60 some odd percent of his fairways hitting it 279 and a half yards and putting and chipping the freaking lights out for an incredible length of time, like so much that if most people exercise the amount of discipline Luke Donald exercised over that time, like their head would just explode. And that's maybe what happened to Luke Donald after that period. His head exploded. Like it, I, I, I seriously, it could have because to, to execute at that high level for that long, uh, he really was exceptional with, with his short game. So, yeah, I mean, I think you kind of can. So here, way there. here's what I was getting at is I don't think anybody will be as dominant as Tiger was. And that, that was my statement is I don't see anybody ever dominating the sport like Tiger did because of the tools that are out there. Do you, do you think there's another Tiger that will come in in the future that will dominate and you know get close to Jack's record, get close to Sam Snead and Tiger's record. I don't see that happening, is what I'm saying. I, I do because I I kind of think this class of player is a little weak right now. I think it's it's like ripe for a player that comes along and because of no but you know <laughs> no, what just, I, hey, and i think bob board. i think i think you nailed it on the head because i mean you got to look beyond just golf right you got to look the the whole aspect of how society is right now and i i mean no i'm not bashing the man but a perfect example is matt wolf he mentally could not handle it and had a breakdown and chose to go easy money and go play live. I mean, no disrespect to him for choosing the money. If you're going to choose the money, go, go get your money. That's fine. But I mean, the way society is now, and I mean, there's a lot of individuals that, that get hurt and they're lazy. lazy. And I mean, he found out, I I mean, how long ago was it that he was the greatest college player out? And You know, signs this huge deal with TaylorMade comes out and wins early, and then there's all this pressure on him, and he just breaks. And yeah. I mean, right? It's it's a different era of people where Tiger had the the military dad and the sternness and the strictness, and I mean, he may be one of those last athletes that were great that has that. I mean, I honestly think yeah. it's one of the reasons why the European players are so dominant in in basketball right now because they have a different structure, family life and society around them where it's, it's give it to me now, give me the money. Let me see what I can do. Okay. I'm done. You know, it, it, it's mm-hmm. crazy how fast yeah. NFL superstars are gone. I mean, yeah. you, it's NFL. crazy. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's in, it's in a lot of sports, but I think, I think Bobby, I think you hit the nail on the head is somebody comes in with that desire to absolutely dominate and to add in what Joe was saying, they have all these tools now to do it. They could totally just 
yeah. go nuts. Yeah, I, I mean, you gotta you gotta look back. I mean, if somebody would have told Tiger, hey, like by the end of your golfing career, you could be a billionaire when he was like nineteen, twenty, like he might have said, yeah, left. I believe you. But, but yeah, like most people, they would have gone, no, you get you get four hundred thousand or first place. And then to do the math there, like a billion divided by four hundred, I don't know how many tournaments he have to win. I remember, I, I think I have a, I, I still have a Sports <laughs> Illustrated cover where his check for the from Augusta was four hundred thousand dollars, and it was yeah. like the, the highest check ever at the Masters. And it's four hundred thousand dollars. It's like, good lord, you get that for a Corn Ferry Tour win? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. It's somebody will have to kind of. But that I guess that's the point is Tiger didn't care about the money at a certain point, right? Like you, you have your comforts and then your life is literally about, I mean, yeah. they love or hate him, but they say LeBron spends like a million about a, a million dollars a year maintaining his body. Yeah. Right. And, and I, and I can kind of believe that, right? Like he's in his whatever year and he's, he's still ridiculous in year, you know, I mean, ridiculous athlete. So yeah. Like if, uh, if a new gen tiger type talent comes along and yeah, he, he devotes everything and yeah. puts the money toward the science to continue to get better and better and better. And, you know, finds a, a nice release and doesn't I, get caught. I'm really looking forward to John Daly. The second little John, yeah. John Daly too. his path. Because he's he's in college, he's competing in college. I'm sure he's going to go. You know, if if he can reach, uh, you know, high status in college, get into the Corn Ferry Tour. I'm sure that's the route he's going. I mean, he's playing golf. He's a golfer, yeah. and it's scary that John Daly says that he's a better putter than he was. Which I mean, because John Daly, that motherfucker could putt. Um. So the fact that he's saying his son is a better putter than him, it just I am really looking forward to to seeing the next couple of years and what what evolves with him. Yeah. John Daly, uh the two can beat the ball. <laughs> Smash it. Yeah, he can beat it. He's a stick. I I I'm looking forward to the spring season to see what he does out in Arkansas. Because It'd be good. That kid's seen everything in his life. So right. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing at college that's going to throw him off track. So. Right. He's like, Dude, this is. You should see my house on Saturday nights. This ain't yeah, it's another Tuesday night at the daily. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you think keg stands are impressive? Have you seen my dad do a broken leg keg stand? <laughs> 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 okay. So moving on. So that's the like the golf stuff that happened. If we missed anything, just let us know. I don't think they're missing. There's no golf right now. My homie Matt Ryan on. won down on the Latin America tour. Oh Shout yes, that's Ryan. right. That's right. Got want to give Matt a little love um, for that. That was awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. He came to Five Iron with Seamus for the their grand opening when Bob and Seamus and Matt came down and. Um, been grinding, been grinding, and it was great to see him get a win. That's awesome. I hope yes, that sir. propels him to an amazing 2023. So, congrats, Matt. Thank you. Um, yeah, we, we hey. also have not talked about the match either. Yeah, probably because there's a reason. <laughs> right. I I didn't like I didn't like it. 
It was cool. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I think I think it was. I think the good thing is, is they all felt like buddies out there, and it felt a little normal, like in in the scope of like what we witness, joking around, talking shit, and you know, like that's what felt really cool about it to me. Yeah, I. The the donating and the money and the two hundred thousand yeah, dollars for charity. I, eh, that's all filler. I I want to see golf. I mean, the on Christmas they were playing Shell's Wonderful World of Golf, or Christmas Eve, whatever it was. I want to see that. I want to yeah. see two guys that want to beat the other player. Yeah, and go play an amazing golf course, and and do what they did back then, pre-recorded. It doesn't have to be live. We don't need Charles Barkley live. I mean, no. Chuck, I love you, but we don't need Barkley live. We don't need all this live cam footage and talking. And No, right. pre-record it, put out an amazing product of amazing golf and skill set, bleh, skill set and shot skill tracer and, and green slopes and club selection and just make it an entertaining it wasn't entertaining. Even though it was Tiger and Rory, and I mean, I mean, on, I think it was. I think it, I think it was. It was made for TV. With, has to change. Well, so I think I think the best match that they've put out was the one with Tom Brady and uh, Peyton Manning. <laughs> oh God! I think that was the best one so far, and this one was close. It, it, Are you being serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's being serious. No, yeah. I mean, the the CEO of the match needs to get fired. Look, and they need need, they need to bring me in. What match do you think was the best? I haven't liked any of them. Okay, all of them have sucked. Well, the first one with Phil, I was so drunk. I'm not saying they're great. Phil has nothing good. And Sherwood, that was good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying they're great. I'm just saying that the. That was the best one. I mean, there. I, I, I no. They need I, to be great. They need to be great. Yeah, I'm not, this, I'm not this is prime no, time golf. Well, I think it needs to be called out, Matt. That Joe's actually just—he knows that Peyton's <laughs> somewhat involved. That he's, he's trying to win as much good favor over there as he can. So. <laughs> no, no. Go for Peyton Manning's ego and and hype him up a little there. I don't boss uh, you. Know, look, the, I, so, I actually prefer the Manning Brothers Monday Night Football podcast. Joe, Joe's trying podcast. to get in somewhere in Omaha. Oh, no, no. Look, so the the first one at Shadow was it was pretty whack. It was, it was okay cool. until was they cool. decided to have a chip off on the 18th. Right, but Practice Tiger wasn't really for, involved oh. with it. Like he wasn't talking much. And the second one that they did, Tiger was more involved. He was feeling it a little bit more, and the conversation was better. The next one with the quarterbacks at at um, win was trash. That sucked. Uh, the Bryson at the win was garbage. It was, yeah, it was it was terrible. And this uh. past one was was on that level where we got more like conversation and more like realness from the players that's all i'm saying i'm not saying they're fucking yeah, uh grammy or emmy worthy you, i'm just saying I, that I, no no i'm saying but you watch those show wonderful world of golf yeah no yeah those are they're great. amazing those are amazing yeah but there's but, no banter back and forth with ben hogan and whoever the hell he's playing well, it's golf shots evolved a little bit right but let's show golf shots let's show the course let's show 
you know, look, I'm not the, saying they're perfect. That's not. I didn't say oh, that was I a know. perfect we, we broadcast know of perfect. golf. I'm just saying that was on par with the best one they've done. That's all I said. And I ripped your head for it. Yeah, and you're an <laughs> asshole for that. That's uh, all I'm saying. Bob, I'm saying how could they fix the match? How could they fix the match? I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm the same. I think real golf, I think, I mean, there's a lot they could do. I mean, I would I rather know. see, hey, we're going to go out to the 17th from 165 yards and put the ball in this lie and see who can hit it closer to the pin. I'd rather see shit like that than this. You know what I want to see? I want to see Max Homa, Harry Higgs in a match. They both get 12 packs of beer. <laughs> Fucking light band and dunes up. And they got to play. And the winner gets a fucking trip to Ireland. I don't know. But I'm just saying. They could do some shit. It needs to be better. As it you does. said, technology is amazing. And they're ruining it with the stupid shit that they're doing. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't I don't need play by play of Tiger in his cart driving to his ball. I don't know. They got to get rid of that shit. Like, hey, Tiger. It, hey, what were you thinking on that shot? This means absolutely nothing to you. And you're here for a paycheck. Can you tell us what's going through your head? That's B-roll. That's behind the scenes shit. Like throw that on. Edit it together half hour on after Instagram. the match. Yeah, exactly. Nobody cares uh, about I don't that need shit. Charles Barkley asking about, hey, I need to fix my slice. What were you thinking on that shot? <laughs> I want to see exactly. these guys fucking talking shit, like exactly how we would do on the weekend. Yes. You know, like saying yes. like, hey, Bob, did you drink your wheatgrass smoothie this morning? Because you didn't hit that very far <laughs> type of shit. I hope you outdo me for the first time after before you said that. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying these those guys know each other very well, and that was what was good about it because they knew each other, and yeah. it was it was a little bit more realistic and felt a little bit more like a weekend round with your friends. All right, I'm going to go on to this. Go ahead. We're getting close to an hour. Well, not really, but okay. So. I have uh, put out my 2023 goals for 2023, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna post this till Wednesday. So, you know, a little insider information here for those that listen to the podcast and know about my my 2022 goals. Um, some of them I met, some of them I did not meet. Um, so, I'll do a quick little review. I'm trying to get these guys to be a part of it. Um, but you know, I mean, it happens. So sometimes I get excited. Sometimes I don't. Um, so, uh, what I did, I'm stalling. Can you tell? Okay. 2022 goals. This is what I had. I had, um, uh, uh, write more articles on the blog, which I gave that a check mark because, um, I did, <laughs> I did. Well, I didn't actually write them. I had, I brought some people in to write articles. We got a check mark for that. Uh, increase the VGM membership. Um, from 2021 to 2022, we went from 42 to 100, over 100. Um, so I was very excited about that. Uh, fine and stay with the ball. I thought I found the Strixons and and game them for half the year, but that went to shit real quick. Um, uh, finish the Vegas courses played. I I think I do this every year, and I'm tired of it. Um, I want to do it. It's just one of these things. I'm going to have to go play as a single at some of these places to get them knocked out. 
um, increase my driver speed by 5%. Uh, that didn't happen. I got a reason why. It's not an excuse. It's a reason. Um, and then let's see what else. Oops. Gosh darn it. Got off. I am terrible at Instagram sometimes. Okay. Uh, increase my greens and regulation percentage, which I did. Uh, it's 26.3. I got up to 30 something, 32, I think. Um, get under 190 pounds by the solstice. That was a complete and utter fail. Uh, tinker list, commit more. Um, this, I gave myself a green check and got shit on for it because nobody thinks I tinkered less in 2022. Uh, I think I did because I still have the same irons I've had all year. I have the same wedges. I have the same grips. Um, my putter is the only thing that I really have been tinkering with lately. So, and driver, sorry, because I had driver debacle gate. But ever since I have resolved that, I've had no desire to tinker with that. So, uh, that being said, here is my goals for 2023. And these are not just golf related, they're life that relates to golf. Okay. Uh, so, I am uh, going to commit to diet and exercise. And uh, later down on the list, I have no alcohol. Uh, I am, as of January 1, fully invested to being on the wagon. That means this little cup here is going just juice, no it's longer bourbon. Water. Yeah, I will be drinking a lot of Diet Cokes. <gasps> and yeah, so uh, beer. And Diet Coke is not healthy, just so you know. I, well, I know. Coke Zero is what I drink. So. Um, yeah, still not uh, healthy. <laughs> water, Joe. I'm gonna drink water. There you go. Um, so uh, yeah, I've got a game plan in place. Um, starting the new year, I know everybody says this new year, new things, but I'm actually my health is not good right now as far as my weight. I'm carrying way too much weight for my frame. I've done it before. It was a grind. Um, my desire this time is not only to be around a little bit longer because I turned 50 this year or next year. And, you know, if you look at the average life expectancy, I got 20, 33 years left on this planet. Um, which is, you know, as you get up into my age bracket, when you start thinking like that, it really puts a lot of things in perspective. You know, what's depressing about that is you might only get to see the ghost tree a couple more times. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sad. One of the ghost tree. Um, no, I'll, I'll, dude, when I'm, I'm, when Erica's done and working and I'm living in our fucking RV on band and I'm playing it once a week, you're going to be like, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I have committed, I'm committing to, uh, diet and, ex diet and exercise. Um, I have all the shit here to do it. So let's see what happens. Uh, more guests on the podcast. I was shocked when I, I put together a list of, uh, this was for Joe and Jeremy and I, um, of uh, the guests that we've had on the podcast. And um, I was stunned. <laughs> so in 2019, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guests. In 2020, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, seven, 12, 13, 14, 15. 16, 7, 8, 9, 20 guests. 2021, we had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10. We had five last year. And Brad was one of those, which was a couple weeks, one of our last episodes. Uh, so 
you know, a lot of people that I've talked to, they like the guests. So I think, um, we've been doing this long enough and, and is Bob considered a guest? No, Bob's fam. Right. I was going to say, because me and... Yeah, he gets no, been on I, a couple I, times. Hey, if you guys are part of the, the CDP family, you're not a guest. You're, you're part of the show. So I, I wouldn't degrade you by giving... Well, that's kind of sad to the guests. I wouldn't <laughs> say you're <laughs> not part of the show. You're, you're part of the show. So you, you can't be a guest if you're part of the show. Um, so... <laughs> I still have on here find and stay with the ball. I don't know if that's going to stay. I may get rid of that. It's tough. It, I... Bob, what were you? What? What? Uh, just <clears throat> Bridgestone. <clears throat> Bridgestone. <clears throat> Bridgestone. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Uh, I have improved my fairway percentage. Uh, in 2022, my fairway percentage was 58.2. Want to bring that up? Um, improve my greens, which I did. Like I said last year, where it was this year was 31.8. So, uh, goal is to get that much, much higher. Um, if I'm going to get myself to a level that I think I can get to, that's got to be mid 40s, at least, um, if not 50 percent. Um, I said no alcohol. I'm I'm done. I'm done. Done. Done with the alcohol. Uh, and the last thing is to make the VGN finals. Uh, we've got a new format this year. It's going to be a little bit tougher to make the VGN finals. And uh, you know, I won the tournament last year, and that is a goal to go back there and uh, do my best to do it again. So, that being said, of my goals, um, I know you guys haven't thought about this or delved into it too much because. I just kind of sprung this on you, but do you guys have any goals? They could be life. You know, we are a golf podcast, but if, uh, you know, there's anything in your life that you're trying to achieve that could eventually in turn enhance your golf life. What do you got? Go ahead, Bob. Crickets, crickets, just crickets. I got, I got a couple things on my list. My, my big thing is just appreciate routine. And that, and that's to deal with life and apply myself directly on the golf course, and and that helps everything. So I, I just mean like extreme discipline with the steps I'm taking, setting up for shots, how I'm making decisions, all those kind of things. Um, I I know I get the most out of myself when I execute that way. And if you don't execute that way, there's really, you're kind of just, you're kind of just floundering if you're really trying to improve. So working on your pre-shot routine? 100%. Love it. Joe, what do you got? Uh, I do want to uh, cut out the alcohol a little bit. Um, drop some <laughs> he weight. just said a little bit. <laughs> um Drop some I'm weight. going cold turkey. I it's, was, uh, it, oh, it's such a vice for me. I was, uh, when I, when I, uh, in 2020, I was, I noticed it in my golf game, like when I wasn't as big, like I could tell, you, like you were lean. I was, uh, able to play golf a little bit better. Um, so that's one goal. Try and hit the gym a little bit, but, um, 
try and stay a little bit more focused out there, uh, especially during the VGN tournaments. Because um, I've, you know, just want to have fun, like, which there's nothing wrong with that. And um, nothing at all. Check off as many courses as possible. Uh, with a new kid coming, like, I, I want to get want to get new courses checked off the list i'm a collector you're you're almost to a, a foursome anyway joe so just keep teaching the kids how to play golf and, and you'll be good yeah I, I, and that's a good hey. goal too is is get theo out there a little bit more too uh because he'll be i think he'll be able to by summer at least uh listen to instruction a little bit better and get him out as much as possible and, and one more than katie don't have to go yeah. That's, that's all I'm saying. Well, I still might need someone to watch them. While I'm swinging. <laughs> well, that's fam- family golf trips. Family banding trips. Yeah, exactly. Uh, family banding trips. Uh, dude, it's, so, it's amazing when we're there. So many people are there with their kid, you know, and they're Joe and I age demographic and they're there with their dad. And it's like, oh, man. I mean, I would love to get my oldest. Because oh, I think she is, she's, she has the physicality to play golf at a really good level. Um, and now that she's older and, and has a little bit more understanding of what the game is, I'd love to get her back out on the course. Cause I think she could be uh, so much fun out there. Well, my, my, so my cousin who listens, um, what's up cousin? He, he uh, he kind of got me into playing golf. I mean, he wasn't the first one to get me out on the course, but. Uh, Almost got a lot of credit there, cousin. Yeah, uh, but I I started playing with him every week and his friends. And uh, during Christmas yesterday, he was like, "Oh, he's he he mentioned something about Bandon under his breath or something." And I was like, "I cannot wait to take Theo to Bandon. Right? Like, cannot wait to get him out there." <laughs> and then, he, and, then in, and then in pure parent disappointment, he's gonna be like. Yeah, this place sucks. Can we go to the video game bar? No, no, <laughs> and then I will disown him. Uh, then, <laughs> well, get prepared because the parental disappointment happens daily when you get into the age group that I'm in right now. Yeah, I'm sure. But um, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to. See, hey, I can't wait for that. Don't forget Uncle Bob if you only do have two kids. So I'll round out that force. <laughs> Bob, hold hold the kids back, wrangle them up a little bit, hold them back. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm going to end this episode with some news. Um, I put this out in the newsletter today. Thank you, all of those. We're going to talk about you. Quintero or Palm Springs. Oh, do you want to keep going? We're at an hour. Fuck it, let's yeah, go. All right, Bob. You, Trey, oh. Dan, and Colby, spend some time. In the Arizona desert, playing a little track yes. called Quintero. Yes. Um, it's a Reese All Jones, um, which yes. Reese is, I mean, a father figure for you. I, it, if anything, every time we talk to Bob, it's all about yeah, God, Reese Jones light. is amazing. Um, all hail Reese. Um, well, yeah. Tell us a little bit about Quintero. Yeah, Reese is the priest and i'm the altar boy but um, <laughs> <laughs> no bob I, this is I a fucking reese. family show <laughs> i love reese jones but 
fuck, he does not love me. And and that's the reality of it is he like yeah, we, we went to Quintero. Shout out to the guys at Wedge Golf. They provided a, a an awesome trip for us uh, to head down to Quintero, me, Dan, Trey, and Colby, uh, because we won the long day challenge up in Utah over the summer. So that's something we'll get some more of the Vegas crew to go up to next year um, is the prizes for second and third are decent too. But uh, I think there's a trip to Florida. On the on the books for next year, but Quintero this year, three days there, it is a really really special place. Um, I think the most memorable part about it are it is the par threes. Three out of the four are just like way super downhill, um, with just incredible views of the Arizona desert. Um, you're kind of just out there alone, nothing else around. The golf course, nothing else around the property. It is a... Well, it's in the absolute uh, middle of nowhere. Yeah, middle of nowhere. So slowly getting closer and closer to Phoenix. <laughs> Give it another 10 years, it'll be in the middle of town. Part of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's uh, just a, I mean, a, a really good golf course, a really tough test. Reese Jones, I don't know what it is, but he, he just He's tricks my eye. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I mean, literally I'm, I'm in the fairway. I think I'm hitting a, a shot to, you know, an area below the hole and I get up there and I've got a, an 18 footer that breaks six and a half feet. If it only breaks once. And, and it's like, I don't know. Reese is just tough. He, you, you've got to play him over and over and over to get it. I kept hoping like, all right, at the third day, maybe at Quintero we'll get this figured out. But, that was definitely not the case either. Um, it just got a little worse every day. Who played? Who played the best? Who scored the best at Quintero? We'll we'll leave out the other places. Dan and I, Dan and I played a respectable best ball, but no one played particularly well. Dan Dan came out of the gates pretty hot um, almost every day. I think is where he was. You know, put a few birdies on the card in the first five, six, seven holes, and nobody else made more than one or two birdies in a round. Um, you know, I made a bunch of pars, but very few birdies and my share of doubles. Which can happen out there, I'm sure, with the desert, because if you're in the desert, there's no getting out, right? Yeah, it's it's not like some of the desert courses around here. You were saying it's it's if you're not in the course if you're off the course you're you're not recovering yeah there's you know there's we know it from desert golf out here there's like there's friendly desert honestly there's like there's like palm springs desert where the, some of the i feel like a lot of the desert there is like really super nice and manicured and, and that kind of stuff there's some of that here in vegas some of it in phoenix as well but then there's like the really rough raw desert where you feel like they really other than the construction they they obviously did for the golf course they they really haven't done anything else to the surrounds so you know the desert is it's rocks and it's bushes that are you know very seldom ever trimmed if, if ever and uh yeah so you, you don't you don't want to get off course and and even if you didn't it, it quintero it, it wasn't that tough to keep it 
on the grass. I mean, that being said, you guys have played with me. I hit a few blocks. Um, <laughs> so, so I got a few off the grass, but it wasn't unfair in any way. Just, just really difficult. Like, like every shot was just a third of a shot harder than you thought it was going to be. So by the time you got to the green, you made, you made a fucking bogey. So, uh, so the two Reese Jones courses we have in Vegas are Rio and Cascada. What would you say is more closer representation of Quintero Cascada or Rio? Definitely Cascada. Um, Quintero is like a, is just a team down Cascada. Like yeah. Cascada has got some of those super slopes where you know, you're going to, you're going to hit a fairway and get ridiculous run out. And, um, same thing with, with some greens where you hit it pin high and you've got not six feet of break. I say you've got like 20 feet of break. Um, so I, I would, but it's, it's similar to Cascada in that way that Cascada is playable. It's big, it's, it's open, it's, it's right there, but at the same time, it's, it's just pretty difficult. Worth going back? Oh yeah. There, I've I've played a lot of golf in the Phoenix area, and it's I don't know if it's top of my list. It's it's definitely up there. After, I mean, I left like bruised and battered, and I mean, clubs broken, shirts torn, you know, I, black eyes. It was not freaking good, and. So Reese, to Reese. say I'd go back this soon would be tough, but eventually I, I could see myself going back there and trying to get a little vengeance. Man, Re- Joe, you probably know this. I, I'm, I, I don't know. So shame on me. Is Reese Jones still alive? I believe so. All right. So a new 2023 goal. <laughs> right Reese Jones list. episode <laughs> with Bob. I'm on. <laughs> I would love to see Bob just go, you motherfucker. I mean, like, so Reese, Reese's courses are great, right? Very fair off the tee, but you get on, you get on the green and he just fucks your eye up. Dude, the green complexes are Reese, just insane. Reese, by the way, is 81 years old. He's his alma maters are Yale and Harvard, so there's a good chance that Reese is just smarter than all of us. He's That's yes. <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm gonna take the applied physics class that I took and just really fuck with a lot of golfers. He's just—he's <laughs> so good at deceiving your eye. Like this breaks right, but it actually breaks left, kind of shit. Like what if what if his college professors was an avid golfer? And he didn't like him, and so he's like, "I'm gonna ruin your life." Yeah. Yeah. Lifelong so, so the only Reese Jones courses that I have played are out at uh, where we Realms Lake, Macklemore, Macklemore, Oconee. Yeah, well, Oconee's at Reynolds Lake. So yeah. Oconee, Macklemore, Cascada, Rio. Um, I guess Oconee would probably be more of a traditional golf course, not target desert yeah. golf. Um. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's it's just maddening what he does around the greens. I mean, it yeah. it is just absolutely. I mean, I would love to see a Pete Dye 
course with Reese Jones green yeah, that'd complexes. Be pretty wild. I mean, you would uh, you would kill yourself after you. I'm wild. done with golf. <laughs> I'm done <Yeah>. with golf. <laughs> that would be wild. All right, Joe, uh, you took a little trip down to uh, SoCal in the Palm Springs area, got a little golf in at a couple spots. Was it, This was your first time playing down there, right? Yeah, yeah, first time in Palm Springs. Um, and you were, you were in Palm Springs. You, you weren't in the Coachella Valley, like down La Quinta and all the fancy spots. Right, I didn't, I didn't go that far down. Um, I did play Terralago in Indio, which is probably closest to you know la quinta la quinta way la quinta uh, yeah i mean it was cool it's it what when i was going out there it blew my mind how expensive golf was out there and i was like tripping out about it because a lot of those courses it was like 150 bucks in the afternoon and i i was just searching for hot deals As um, we not to cut you off but to cut you off um we're gonna have to go down in like july yeah, August, yeah, yeah, for sure. And and take advantage of my old ass man timeshare and um play some, you know, $50 in the afternoon because yeah. oh, everybody yeah. else is seeking shelter. I mean, Golf. we were we were like probably in peak season for oh, you know, snowbirds 100%. and shit, so 100%. I get it. Um but it was it just blew my mind how crazy the pricing was. Um I went to go play Terralago which is the old landmark where skins games used to be played with uh, Fred couples and Palmer and shit back in the nineties. Uh, it was cool. It looked like they had a little bit of rain. Uh, some of the bunkers were kind of worn down, but it, it was a cool layout, uh, some really fun holes. And then uh shout out Mark, big time listener of the podcast. It's like, I'm saying, I'm saying drove out from orange County to meet me on Sunday uh, at Asina, which is a, jack nicholas course and uh, i had a good time listening to the starter talking about how jack designed this and blah 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 and i'm like uh jack did not spend any time out here it's not a signature <laughs> jack it's you know i wanted oh, to say that it, 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 like there's no it's signature. a phil mickelson or phil yeah. nicholas course <laughs> yeah no he designed this shit from his fucking den and you know gave the gave it to somebody like Gave he never okay spent any time on this course <laughs> it was literally chimera dropped into palm springs um but it was cool it, it it really reminded me of home uh the grass types of chimera the greens of chimera it was a fun layout and it was it was pretty tame for the most part real fun uh pleasure playing with mark for the first time um but it was cool it, it, it it's the thing about Palm Springs, it's crazy. It's like you just, you know, if you're driving around out here and you'll drive by desert and it just looks like desert out there, it looks like just fucking desolate. It's so weird out there to me. You know, I, like I, there was an old parking lot there with cracks and, you know, tumbleweeds growing out of the ground. It, it's, it's a weird place. Yeah, with a lot of windmills. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of windmills out there. <laughs> but, but it's a cool it's a it's a cool spot and it's like probably one of the when I played Rams Hill we drove through it. But uh there is a lot of fucking golf out there. Oh that my god, sure. so much golf. There's a lot so of much golf. golf. And one yeah. dude that we played with um he was from Seattle. And uh he has played Bannon a bunch of times. So we got paired up with a really cool dude. Uh he said Chambers is better than Bannon, which I couldn't agree uh. with him. Never played no. Chambers, but I don't believe them. Um, they have he just bought a house out there, and uh, 
yeah, but it was a, it was mm-hmm. a, it was a super cool pair up, like to be able to converse with someone that was on the same level as us. And um, yeah, I want to get back out there. There's there's too much golf out there. There's too much. We'll, golf. we'll have to plan a, a summertime trip. We'll do like a weekend, three courses. Bang, he bang, told bang, me it. he told me in the summer if you stay at the Waldorf Astoria, you get to play uh, all the PGA West courses as much as you want. If you, for free, if you stay at the Waldorf, so for free, yeah, that's what he told well, it's me. Probably I mean, five hundred dollars a night at the Waldorf. Yeah, but if you're if you can get thirty six in a day at PGA West, that <laughs> makes it worth it. So that might be something we have to look into. Joe's standing on the first tee in dark. I'm going yeah. first, baby. Yeah. I got I got seventy two. I got to play today. Yeah, but that's something we should probably look into because I, I mean that sounds like a good deal to me. Yeah, I, I but it's twenty bucks to stay for three four days at my timeshare. Well, yeah, if PJ West is fifty dollars, then yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where's your timeshare at PJ West? Uh, it's in the no, old no. folks community by the it's, senior living it's, place. It's real close to where Joe was staying. by the orthopedic oh, surgeon. Well, narrow it down, though. It's oh, hey. right next to the orthopedic surgeon and the CVS pharmacy. It's it it's, doesn't narrow it down. It's, it's every third mile. But they got they got pools. They got separate rooms. They got refrigerators and kitchens and yeah. So and shout out Travis time. Matthew. There's an outlet store. At the Cabazon outlets, where uh, my wife has a one of her stores, are there. There's a Travis Matthew outlet store out there. Never seen it in my life. Everything was fifty. I was ready to Venmo. I was ready to Venmo Joe, and he's like, "Oh, I just left." Yeah, it was. It, <laughs> it, it, I'm like, hey, this up, I need a pair of these pants this size. He's like, "Oh, I just, I just left. I'm, I, I like literally walked out the door." Great selection. Kate, Katie's having pregnancy cramps. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was a bad one. For sure. <laughs> Her foot fucking just like. But anyway, uh, I've never seen Travis Matthews outlet store in my life. That was really cool to see. I was in there for a little bit. Really good selection. Shout out Travis. Matthews. upset because you're smashing his commissions. Thanks. Well, you gotta go to fucking Cabazon Palm Springs to get that. So not doing it. Exactly. So Beds gets his commissions. Oh, well, on our little staycation, we, <laughs> we went to the fashion show and walked around and went in the Travis Matthews store. And they I'm did like, not have I, a ping pong table. No, it's gone. Well, they didn't have one in the outlet store is what I'm saying. So. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I, this one was covered with boxes, so it wasn't like another. But I told him, I said, it's a good thing my wife was there because I would have dropped two grand like instantly. Holy oh. crap, their stuff is so nice. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. All right couple tidbits of business and we'll get out of here um in the newsletter as i mentioned earlier before i was shut down um out today uh i made it aware to everybody that we are going to have a women's division in the vgn for 2023 uh did a little promotion a little paid promotion on instagram got some interest from it i think we have nine or ten ladies that are interested in joining uh, so we're going to have a ladies division. Uh, we'd love to get that number up to 20. So uh, guys, I know our audience is 98% men and 70% Vegas. Guys, if you know a girl, a lady, a young woman that likes to play golf um, and and wants to get in some competitions, because honestly, there's not a lot out there for the ladies in this town. Um, I mean, most of it is private clubs that have their ladies you know, skins games on the weekends or Thursday night wine leagues. Um, 
but this is, you know, it's going to be the same rules. Um, I, I don't know how to translate don't be a dick to the women. I'm going to have to ask them how we can phrase oh, that. Don't try. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the same rules are going to apply. Got to love Vegas. Uh, Got to love golf. Uh, can't be a dick. Uh, and um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to try and grow it that way and get, get some uh, ladies out there to play some golf. Um, the, the few that have shown cool. interest are uh, pretty excited about it, and I, I can't wait to go forward with that. Um, registration for the first event opens up on Friday. Uh, if you have already signed up for the league, um, I was going to wait until the beginning of the year to open it up, but eh, what the hell? It's just another holiday. Why not? Um, our membership so far for 2023 is sitting at 43 players. Uh, this time last year, I think we had 12, so we are way ahead of schedule. Um, would love, love to get this up to 100. Um, and just have an amazing year. Uh, it's is looking to be pretty damn good. So uh, thanks to everybody that has signed up for that. I can't wait to get going on it. Um, one other news bit for VGN: we have a welcome to the VGN and the 2023 season event that is going to take place at Five Iron Golf on January 26th from seven to nine. We're going to have a couple bays. Going to have a you know, closest to the pin contest. I've uh, reached out to a couple vendors. We're going to have some uh, raffle prizes, hopefully some good ones, some stuff to give away VGN related, um, really aiming for the new members to come out, uh, introduce myself to them, a couple of the members of the board that are going to be there and, uh, you know, give them a little bit of warm welcome. So it's not such a, uh, you know, shocker when they show up at Rhodes Ranch for the first event, not knowing anybody. So that's the plan with that. Um, and that pretty much is all I got. Joe, you got anything you want to shout out before you head off to Florida? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Heading out to uh, Florida here in a couple of days, taking the kiddo to uh, Disney World. Going to go play Winter Park 9 and Southern Dunes. Um, other than that, not too much. How many days are you doing Disney? Just one. We're going to be there for like four. A half day and then four full days and then we leave in the morning so katie's got to work two of the days so i'll have theo with me i'm going to take him to winter park nine on thursday just hit a ball in the cemetery for me okay i will put an odin in the cemetery for you oh wow no you won't because it's not <laughs> yellow and you don't have any <laughs> um but yeah i'm excited to get that get that one in check that one off the list hopefully such a, Theo's on a dick, such a fun so. course yeah looks like a bunch you of want to go by a reese jones check out Waldorf Astoria or Falcon's Fire. Oh, I played Waldorf. I actually Astoria. like Falcon's Fire. Yeah, I'll stay away. <laughs> Waldorf was a fun course. We played that in 30 mile an hour winds. It was fun. Well, it's cool. Sounds terrible with those Reese Jones greens. Mm, mm, it was a good time. So, so, are you just doing Disney World or are you going to? I mean, there's so many good parks. Here. I know. So, yeah, I, I, I don't really know. So, like, Safari is Thursday, fun. Friday. Um, I'm going to take Theo to Winter Park 9 on Thursday. Friday, I don't really know yet. Um, Wednesday, might we might go do a mini golf thing at one of the, because they have an abundance of mini golf courses. So, Got pop stroke, right? No, no pop stroke. No pop there, stroke? I believe so. Oh, right. um, so we'll go do one of those. Um, Friday, kind of up in the air. We'll see. You know, we'll see how it works out. Go to Safari if you can. Safari. Disneyland Safari, the Safari Park. 
You're talking about Animal Kingdom? Or is that what it's called? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We we went to so, all of them. So Theo's big into Toy Story right now, so we're going to go to MGM Studios because they have a Toy Story world there. So that's what we're going to do. I've hit all I've hit all the parks out there, so the Animal Kingdom. I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big Disney person, so my mom's huge, but that's why I liked the the Animal Kingdom place. Yeah, they have the Avatar and all that shit and Bugs Life. No, no, this is where they got freaking zebras and elephants, and you're now tuned in to the Inside Disney World (laughs) podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Did you Uh, know if you get a churro at Animal Kingdom, it's a little bit different than it got they have vegan options too bob just just so you know <laughs> no okay no but we only have we only have time for one day at disney so that we're just we only got one day for that all uh, right That's katie's cool. katie's family she has some family out there so we're gonna spend that saturday with them and then nice well you know. go have some fun um if you're in vegas uh, hopefully you're enjoying this weather tuesday and wednesday are supposed to be absolutely amazing before it starts getting a little chilly yeah. over the weekend but it's still gonna be way better than south dakota or virginia <laughs> or washington for that matter i mean yeah, good lord brutal. so many people are freezing out there and i mean i'm gonna try and go play golf in shorts tomorrow so uh anyway, the next what the fuck well I mean, maybe, maybe as a single. Hey, you know, I got to get some of these courses checked off. I, I got to get ahead <laughs> of the game early. Um, next episode is going to be in 2023. Uh, wrapping up this year. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Joe, do us the honors and take us home. And Bob, again, thank you so much for hanging with us. Yeah, shout out Mr. Bob West for joining us in the absence of I Am Stat Guy, Mr. Jeremy, enjoying the Honolulu Waikiki vibes, eating pokey on the beach. Um, Thanks for a great year. We've seen a lot of listenership rise this year, and uh, we love talking golf. All the homies, uh, the not-so-guest Mr. Bob West, uh, the more family-orientated friend of Pod. Um, But we appreciate it, and we look forward to another amazing year in 2023 we got a lot of shit coming up uh we'll probably talk about bandon every single week next year because we're going in 2024 um i'm going to orlando this week we got north carolina coming up and it's not gonna snow even if you listen to uh the weather reporter mr bob west forecast uh appreciate you listening every single week tuning in tell your friends we love golf we love you and we appreciate you listening thanks for listening chasing daylight podcast 2022 we'll see you next year later later